Hey guys, it's Jack here. Big massive shout out to our Patreons. So these guys are the guys who donate for the editing and they really do make a huge difference to keep the show alive. Uh, we've been sponsored by Art Faulkner, Ferdy Evers, Mikey Dredd and Underfluke. These guys are absolute legends. Thank you so much and see you next show. Let's drone out. That's all I can say. God bless Curry. Yeah. Uh, hello and welcome to Let's Drone Out. Uh, any views expressed by any guest on the show are personal and may not reflect the views of Let's Drone Out or any participant of the show. And tonight we are joined by Andrew Slash Frank. Good evening. We are joined by uh, the voice of Doom. What up? And we are joined by our old school friend, uh, Bruce Edward Cliff Richards. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh Everyone's lovable, uh, Moni Tony. Bonjour. And my personal favourite, Curry Kitten. Hello. And Ooh. I'm Brighton till I fly, Jack. Best friend. Yeah. And that's my underpants gnome. Wave underpants gnome. Oh. <laughs> He's well trained. So, what's on the show tonight? So we've we've got a couple of guests on tonight. So Dom and Ed, thank you for coming on. Um, I think because Ed has been going undercover and infiltrating the CAA while he's still got everything in his head. Let's let's start pulling it out. I think would make sense. Where is he been dyslexic? Tone, you, you need to light two up. Yeah, maybe. that's a good point. Like, I, I set the secret mission up for, for Jack and Tony, and they both whisked out, but Ed stood up and, <laughs> and, and went through with it. I was busy I was, wanking. I was, I was the one stupid enough to admit I was dyslexic. That was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, zero, double. What have you done, zero? You're getting two for that. Thank you. What? Oh, here we go. What's going on? Set. Oh. oh, 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 I need to... Ah. It's going to be a while. I'm scared of these now. My hole in my thumb is... Well, no, okay. it's the, the big fl- flary ones that are the ones to worry yeah, about. Yeah, these ones are all right. Thank you for your $10 donation, zero FBV. How do Thank I, you very much. How do I see that chat? Uh, I will post you a link right now. Thank you. Cheers, mate. There you go. There's your little shout out and your sparkles. Thank you very much. Thank you, Frank. Yo. Uh, so you went deep behind enemy lines uh, uh, the CAA could have been worse could have been Ofcom because A uh, <laughs> BTX frequencies and B they allow this show to be aired well, so, how do you know it, I didn't go to Ofcom yeah, exactly what, what was the situation what was CAA doing that you had to infiltrate and, and bring back this information for us. Well, rather uh, disappointingly, it wasn't actually the CAA, which was I was really gutted about because I was I was hoping to sort of get a voice of concern straight to the people. But who I did sit with were, were the designers of the um, system that is going to be used for all the RC hobby flyers and professional flyers to register come November. 
Mm. Um, so it was an interesting experience. They they wanted uh, design feedback basically. So it's they're they're a creative agency. They're designing the system. They want to yeah. check that their system methodology is going to work all right and is going to fly uh, with a bunch of angry pilots that um, are not really happy about the state of affairs. Because um, I, I I managed to get hold of this and pass this over to you because this was um, uh, I went and spoke to them in December just before the UK drone show, and back then they were like, we've we've been told we have to build a thing. Um, what should it look like? What does it need to do? <laughs> Who are you people? What is this? Mm. Um, and it was very much open and and kind of asking. Kind of who who flies drones? What do they do? All that kind of thing. Um, and it sounds like because they they said they they built a prototype. Yeah, that's that's well. Um, prototype in this sense is uh, a non-functioning page on a on an iPhone, um, just sort of showing how things might get laid out. And um, it was uh, it was very government style at the moment oh no <laughs> what's jack's uh, jack's underpants gnome doing <laughs> um yeah so it was uh, it was a basically a non-functioning web page just to sort of show what sort of questions are going to get asked and uh, how it's going to look and at the moment it looks like a very similar sort of thing to how you mot your car it's block lists blocks of text actions do do you think? Um, I suppose one of the crucial questions is: Does it have anything silly like "What is your make of drone and what's its serial number"? Well, the, the exact content is still being being debated, and that was part of what today was about. Um, one was, of the go on, sorry, Jack. Was there any hot bottom bot, uh, hot button ones like "Are you a terrorist?" and "Are you sure?" and <laughs> "Have you ever felt the need to hurt you or endanger anyone?" and uh, uh, no, I think I think what what I saw was. Do of, you have a beard? Uh, <laughs> potentially. Uh, now, what I saw was um, the questions they've they've got there so far, sort of represented uh, people that are definitely thinking about it and definitely trying to uh, understand their audience, um, but they weren't quite there yet with their with their understanding. There were a few issues on there. Um, Difficult to know where to start because there's there's quite a lot involved. But um, some one of the big things I picked up was that you know, obviously all hobby flyers are going to have to do this come November, regardless if you're flying anything over two fifty grams. Mm. And there's there's some in the community that have, for example, BMFA A and B certificates or have um, a PFCO three qualifications that I, I listed to them that sort of go above above and beyond the questions that they are asking so i was asking them are they working with um the caa with, with on the pfco stuff to actually say look here's my registration number i'm just this proves that i know what's going on so i don't need to worry or i'm just rush me through the system as quickly as possible and the same with with the bmfa as well um, they hadn't really thought about that. They they were they are working with the CA and the BMFA, obviously, um, but as a step to sort of expedite the process for someone that is proven to be competent with model flying, that wasn't there. 
So it was quite interesting experience to um, put put that sort of feedback in. Because that was definitely a, an important thing that they were focusing on sort of when I was there was, um, you know, everyone was going, this registration thing isn't going to help. It's, it's, it's a bit daft. And they're like, yes, we know, but it's been put into law. It's been what we're being paid to do. So we're doing that. But what it does mean is it makes everyone go through this competency test where we'll get to ask people questions that make sure that they know some things and just kind of educate people. And they were seeing it as kind of like, yeah, it's a bit daft, but it makes sure that everyone is educated. I'm reading off the same page. Yeah. It, it um, does strike me though that they're overthinking it a bit. If we if if you take the question part out of it and we're saying, okay, the pilots need to be registered, then it's kind of like Name, address, telephone number. Do you have a drone over two hundred and fifty grams? Yes, that's that's the registration part, and the rest of it is deciding on the sort of competency questions, which I assume would be something a little bit like DJI does about how far do you have to be away from a person or a house, and how high can you fly, and, and that sort of stuff. Yeah, correct. That's exactly that's exactly what it is. It is split into two different sections, if you like. But um, I think the I think the the aim or what I was trying to get across to them was. The, there's going to be um, a good section of, of the community that you're going to risk patronising and maybe should take steps to avoid that. So if someone does have a level of provable competency at the registration step, which comes first, um, give them a chance to put their qualifications in and have them verified either on a BMFA server or on a CAA server. If that can be uh, uh, recognised, then they can Shit. skip past... The um, <laughs> we got another. Somebody, yeah. want, somebody wants to see Tony step five in his head. Right, you bastards! I can, I can already it? hear the fire, the fire alarms go off. The, yeah, hungry, I know. the hungry Horace. Uh, I'm moving stuff because Tony, hungry Horace, we will burn him. <laughs> right, how do we do this? Away from your face. Away from your thumb. Yeah. At least he's not wearing a flammable oh. hat this time. Yeah. There you go, hungry. Oh, thank thank you very much. Jesus. Can, can we one day sort out PayPal and buy Zencaster? <laughs> it's just an idea. <laughs> oh my God, that might set fire through my laptop. Cool. Um, thank you very much. I don't like the preferential treatment. I'm sorry. <laughs> What a big one, Tony. <laughs> we'll we'll leave him up on the video, but let's, let's carry on. Where were we? Um, Someone yeah. get him some goggles. <laughs> so I've, I've just I've just opened the chat, and um, the responses in the chat are incredibly typical of what I was trying to explain to the designers this afternoon. Um, so, uh, Romulus King, um, your response is it is going to be so typical of many many people out there. It's that sort of scrap it. It doesn't work. What's the point? Um, absolutely, that is going to be the user experience. And I was trying to get across to them that in their design, um, you know, there's there's a legal requirement, so obviously to deliver this design. So try and do your best not to sort of strike a match to people that know what they're doing. Um, try and make make their life a bit easier. But. Um, so you know, hopefully they can sort of at least for like. PFCO stuff because I mean I think there'd probably be some arguments about FPV UK versus BMFA versus you know how how all that kind of thing works yeah. and 
and like the, the you know the BMFA thing, the A sets and B sets are generally kind of a, an idea of of trust for the insurance purposes and for the club fields and, the, and events generally. Um, you know well, the achievement scheme. Um, you so might find they might find a modification to to the A set and B set to yeah. include a bit of theory about uh, best practice for flying. But at least at the moment, you know, someone who's had a, an A cert for thirty years, you know, um, that doesn't necessarily show that they've they've got the very latest understanding of what the latest exemptions and rules are. Um, no would be my thought but the, at least the pfco that should be kept because that's that's fairly regular that's updated isn't it i think yeah it is and and you know any, any pfco holder is going to have to be updating the manual soon anyway so there's going to be a raft of registrations from the professional guys going in so it it's quite typical of government systems at the moment that we, we may not have information filtering through although having said that government gateway is starting to get their act together like that um i just want to pick up on a question that um bloods fpv put so he's asking so will it be a criminal offense to fly over 250 gram without registration or just a civil offense so this isn't a question i asked um but and i and if any any opinion i might have on that is probably going to be speculation however that being said any any flying that's outside of current regulations um is a criminal offense so flying flying cross gatwick for example is a criminal offense so it'll be interesting to see whether flying over 250 grams lands you in a civil court or a criminal court but um yeah good question and i think we could probably reach out to the caa on that one see what they say well because the the 250 gram bit of ruling is that's uh was an amendment to the ano the air navigation order and that's enforced by a particular bit of legislation that says that whatever the CAA puts in the ANO is is essentially law. Yeah. So I think, you know, I expect that the 250 gram rule is, you know, essentially the same as flying unsafe and it would all come under that same realm of, of law. Um Yeah, I would I would I would err on the side of it's probably going to be a criminal offence too. But um, we shall see what the uh, see how severe the consequences are. I yeah. think they're still working a lot of things out, Bloods. So I don't. I don't know. Um, I think we're going to get a whole lot of information come September time yeah. about what's coming up in November. So watch this space. Yeah, I, I just like the idea of like all these guys sitting in jail together. One's for murder, the other's armed robbery. <laughs> the third one. I, I did a tower loop over a tree, and someone saw me. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And the, the the other thing on the two fifty gram rule, uh, which uh, Lurgy just put in there, um, are there any rules for under two hundred fifty grams? Yes. Like every rule apart from the registration still applies under two hundred fifty grams. Come November, there's you know. That's the only difference at 250 grams is registration. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's not a license to then go fly over Gatwick to have sub 250. That definitely will uh, upset things. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's, um, so the, the competency test that at the moment at least is everyone is going to have to do whether or not they're you know, flying a tiny whoop or a professional you know, with a, a Matrice 800 or whatever it is. Mm. Like, um did you get to see any of those questions or or is it just like there's a box where you'll type in the answer to the question that we ask you <laughs> yeah it was it was very much user user testing uh i was very much a guinea pig guinea pig in a cage um they were throwing scenarios at me it, my my whole task was 
could I fly safely? Uh, to which I asked, fly what? And <laughs> uh, with my wit, my arms. Uh, no, I was, I was, I, I kept a sort of a bit of humour about it. But um, I can imagine the testing on that answer being: if you said yes, then we're not letting you through. If you say no, we're not letting you through. But if you say mm. it depends, we'll, we'll, we'll consider it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're allowing any grey areas. I think you're gonna, it's gonna be one way or another. So what they did say to me was that any of the content that I saw during the testing wasn't final. Um, there's no money being talked about at the moment. Um, they, they just kind of did their, they spent a long time expressing that this is not the system. These are not the questions, but these may be the sorts of questions you're going to get asked. And I looked at it and went, those are exactly the sort of questions that Whitehall's given you, isn't it? <laughs> sort of a, a little grin across the face. I'm like, okay. And the sentiment I got was from the designers that I think they recognized, uh, a sort of a level of um, sympathy with the hobbyists. And I was quite encouraged by um, one of the chaps there, that, in fact, your contact, Andrew, um, he knew the nuance between quadcopter and drone. Mm-hmm. Um, and But it, that nuance took the, took the rest of the room, there were four other people in the room, by surprise. Um, and that I, I found a bit weird. So I explained to them, it, you know, as far as, our community is concerned we would class a drone as something with navigational aid um you know gps driven and i use the example of military drones so the you know from the little tiny little uh single prop wing fly across enemy lines see see where the enemy is um to that's a drone um but why is a, a mini a small uh ready controlled airplane not called a drone and it's called an rc plane I said that definition, that distinction is the same in FPV world as well. You know, quadcopter is just a bunch of four, four blades being held in the sky by the pilot skill. It's not got any nav aids. You cannot pre-program it to go A to B unless you put a brain in there. And there was that, that nuance. One person knew, four people didn't. And whilst they're the design agency, they were certainly briefed by the CAA. Um, so I was a bit worried about that, that maybe the representation hadn't quite gotten through in the consultation process even though i'm sure a lot of us would have written something to that effect yeah i mean there's like if you go through the numbers on the consultation document is that more people were you know drone hobbyists than model aircraft pilots so that's kind of you know i imagine there's there's quite a lot there um but yeah, um, it's a bit hard to tell kind of who plays what role in all of this because um, mm. there's there's definitely a lot of uh, grey areas in terms of what kind of part of the body of all these different bodies of the CAA, DFT, so the Department for Transport. There's uh, the BJSS who do the, the, the actual database and then there's um, the actual, the, there's a kind of design company sort of more, um, sort of um, concept design company who who work with BJSS. Um, there's there's all these different people, and and there's a lot of people wearing hats in both camps and kind of trying to take the information from one camp to the other camp. Um, I think, and it's, it is a big and complex process. And they've got until October is when the legislation says. This will be running in October. Everyone must be registered by November. 
Um, so yeah, they've they've got they've not got not, very much time. They've not got enough time. Um, I just want to pick up on a comment in the chat. So forgive me if I mispronounce this. Um, did a did a Citalos four Diddy four? Um, Diddy. Diddy, Diddy Four. Um, they they've written um, if they make it too silly, people simply won't bother. This was a view I expressed, um, and uh, the whole question of patronising uh, the audience um, uh, kind of gave them a flavour of of the the racing world and the freestyle world and and how much skill is involved. Um, and then, but also not to patronise licensed people as well either. There's going to be people on this registration process that have spent thousands getting to a point where they're professionally certified so they can get insurance to then go and capture footage surveys or what have you someone with that experience who's got a license to fly over london for example say license has got permission to fly over london which takes months and months and months to get um they're then met with a thing online asking them dumb questions about how far away from a building do you need to be to get the okay to register their drone. Um, there was a little light bulb that went on at that moment. So um, their intentions are good, Diddy, uh, for sure. The designers um, recognize that the, uh, the, the hobby world is far more competent than perhaps the uh, Whitehall counterparts. That's my words, not theirs. <laughs> <laughs> not all views show, shared by the CIA are in agreement with LDO. Yeah. Sorry. So is, is that what the, the sorts of questions it was then? Just like, how, how far away do you have to be from a building and then you have to type in 50 metres or whatever? I, I didn't even get to answer that question. I... I <laughs> I was so worried about that. I started reading the drone code on the train on the way up. And, <laughs> and you know, I was like, I know this stuff. And I, then I started questioning whether I knew this stuff. And then would my, you know, would I be forever labeled as an idiot for answering a question wrong? And when it came to registration time, there'd just be this automatic denied, you know, when, I, <laughs> when, I, when it came to November. But um, no, that never even, I never even got to that point. It was, it was very much the, um, is this system going to work for everyone? And, and uh, in, in its current state, it's not even a beta stage. It's not even a beta stage. There's going to be a public beta in September. Okay. Um, so they're going to be, there's going to be links flying around in September for this thing. It's going to be an opportunity for everyone to feedback onto the system itself. Um, I had a couple of reservations. They, whilst they are working with the BMFA and the CAA, with ideas like tying up they they said they they haven't got the brief or the budget to um put that as a feature straight away and mm. i pointed out i pointed out to them that once they've got everyone registered what's the point in then having that feature later on down the line mm. it, it, the, the horse is bolted Pe- people would have already done it and you would have already upset people yeah, it was, it was quite, in, what, quite. What I'm going to love is all those people who have bought um, quads that uh, you know ages ago that that don't you know don't work, and then they're like, "Well, I don't need to register it," and then say something happens, and you know their place does get raided. You know they're going to start trying to prosecute them because they're unregistered, and they're like, "It doesn't work." And like, what constitutes you know owning a, a, a drone? It's not going to be I, owning. It's going to be flying. I don't. Right, I, uh, that 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 
sort of mentality a little bit does worry me a bit, Jack, because it, it's assuming that um, if an incident happens, then um, it's assuming that houses are going to start getting raided. Yeah. Uh, for, and that if we talk like that and put that idea into people's heads, um, we're probably going to be giving the wrong picture mm. entirely. Uh, I, you know, we, we did that episode on resources a little while back. <laughs> yeah. Know, it's I, I, on a, on a side note, I responded to, uh, um, an information request from, from the Gatwick police. Um, the, the questionnaire went out. I'm sure some people have seen it. I both phoned up, left a message and emailed the PC, uh, in question saying, hi, I'm here. If you've got any questions just about, cause one of her questions was, do, do you have a license to fly? And I was like, oh, man, you, you guys need some help. So yeah. um, and for anyone that may be outside of the UK, we nobody in the UK needs licenses to fly. We just need uh, to be either in the right place, adhering to the right rules, or if you're working professionally, you just need uh, a certificate of competency. Can someone help me out with speaking? Um, <laughs> from, from, from the CAA. So it was worrying that a police questionnaire had, had that question on it. Do you know the reason why there's no licenses? No, t- tell us. There's uh, a rule, uh, like globally a rule, that if you have a license for flying, then you need to have a regular medical examination. And they really don't want to have to deal with that because um, that would be silly. Because then all of a sudden you've got people who are like, you're, you're colorblind, you can't fly professionally. It's like, well, hold on. Um, it's like, that's not a problem. I... This would wipe out half of the Sandals Brigade on the old <laughs> <laughs> planes and stuff. Yeah. I'm down for it if there's a prostate examination so that Tony can go first. <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to live stream Tony's prostate exam? Is that yeah. Well, that what is definitely a pipe review. Is that, is that going to be the like all times? That's 50 quid in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be the uh, the next live streaming um, uh, bug that, that Tony starts after his... Because um, have you heard this? That, um, after after Tony's uh, live streaming of, of household chores, that's now become a whole genre of live streaming. That's, that's I need exploded. to get back to it, don't I? Yeah, you were way ahead it's of the curve. Banned in China. It's already banned in China. <laughs> I might watch up tonight. Anyone want to watch? I'm tempted to start a mukbang. <laughs> it's like it's like it was like AMSR where people are whispering. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind yeah, of I a do that to Tony's version of that. It's just very gently washing up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's nice. so. Yeah, it sounds like they've they've started thinking about putting something together but it doesn't sound like they've made i mean it's only been a month i guess but yeah it doesn't sound like they've made a huge step forward well for anyone who's into web design they're at a stage called wireframing which is just plotting it out and the logic and and how it works and i, w- I was impressed with their desire to um uh, make it good so what they're building at the moment is actually a case to um to the caa to break government uh, standards on web design which Ooh. quite frankly is good um now there's some aspects of the government sta- the website which are brilliant so paying your car tax is a lot easier than it was five years ago oh my word do you remember that yeah i just, oh, I just got an 80 pound fine for not paying <laughs> for a month you idiot really <laughs> yeah because i moved and forgot to 
tell them and they were sending me reminders and I was just like, whoa, whatever. Did you where did you move from, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyway, that's another right. So so even if nothing else comes out of drone registration, then they're they're using it as an opportunity to maybe change how government websites work. Yeah, they're they're actually they're because they're a, a commercial design agency. They they live in the same world that we do. They're not institutionalized, so they're they're desperate they're desperately building a case to to tell the government to go and do one on how how it should be done, basically. And I I had a slightly anarchic approach when I when I was in there. Um, I took great delight in telling them that just how angry everyone's going to get. I, I did it in a nice way. I did. I didn't set the go. This is shit. Rah. Sorry, swearing. Sorry. Oh, you should have been. You should have been in the one that I was in for before UK Drone Show because that was pretty much the entire workshop. Oh, really? Just everyone from like professional uh, search and rescue people to like uh, like ex-military like p- people who professionally protect. You know, festivals from drones and things like that yeah. so like all these sorts of people all just going around this is a terrible idea yeah um but yeah it's, it was but, it, it was like that with the e what is it es er or whatever EASA. yeah EASA. and are you remember being i remember you being like stressed out and being like at the end of it being like look guys the response you know they were like can you give us some feedback and the response was like no 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 and it was just like can we please have something constructive i know it's a general no from everyone but can yeah. you just stop with the pitchforks and fire please and you know who ended up writing uh, a lot of that was uh, the caa and the french version of the caa ended up working together on that as part of the uh, European institutions. There you go. Wow, so. you would not have thought the old limeys and garlic chewers would have been. <laughs> Don't share the same views. <laughs> would have been working together on that. Yeah. I'm so sorry for all our French viewers. <laughs> it's, it's it's all sure. I use the word limeys <laughs> as well. You can insult your own. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but we have a bridge. We get along quite fine. Thank you very much. I'm totally very. And, and anyway, Tony's French relations manager. Anyway, he says bonjour at the show every day. Exactly. We're not racist. <laughs> I don't think that counts. Anyway, um, I've been trying to segue and try and bring Dom into this, but I've been failing. Um, <laughs> you did quite well because you were talking about protecting festivals from exactly. Drones. I was trying yeah. to. I was trying to get there. But well, we could go from measured countenance and, uh, of, of web design into countermeasures. Well, I've been, I've been, I have been wanting to, to, to chip in on, I've just been listening with great interest because I haven't been keeping my finger on the pulse over the last couple of years. I picked up that registration was coming. Have you been and, keeping uh, your finger medically where Tony doesn't want it? <laughs> the, judging by the way you're rocking, you've got it there already, dude. Stop rocking. <laughs> you're on camera. Wow. <laughs> but no, I've been listening with my uh, we, we, I've been listening with great interest to to what you, be, you guys have been saying because I haven't followed the details of the registration. Mm. And just from a sort of helicopter, well, it's probably an inappropriate term, but from a sort of uh, t- ten thousand foot view, it. Um, I just uh, I find it amazing that uh, these sort of databases. At the end of the day, they're trying to create a list. Mm. <laughs> 
you know, and they've got design agencies and a stack of consultants and everyone's making a pile of money and no one in that stack flies. They're just shuffling paper. Yeah, I asked it. And it's just disproportionate sticking plaster on a problem that's actually a cancer that, that is this fear that someone's going to do something that, to a passenger jet and everyone's going to go, oh, damn, we didn't do anything. God, I've missed you. Just knee-jerk. Oh, sorry. Hello, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just it's. I, I get everyone being patient and 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 being polite about it and going through the motions, but it's just the most incredibly disproportionate amount of money and effort just to say we did something. When actually, you know, given Gatwick, we don't know that anyone's done anything. Oh, no, he's, mentioned, he's mentioned the G word. Oh, oh man. I'm We've still angry it, about that. I'm I, still want, angry. I want Frank to mention the H word as well. What uh, he done. What, hotel? Oh, oh yeah, we got, we got a mention in Hackaday. Hello, yeah, anyone's yeah. watching who's found out about us from Hackaday. Is that tell, Jen? Tell everyone what you did, Frank. Oh, I, uh, I posted... Well, I, I so during the Heathrow incident, um, which uh, was at the beginning of this month of January 2019, um, one evening Heathrow was shut for like an hour, and that's terrible. And um, while it was still shut, uh, there was all this hubbub about people taking pictures of things and, and posting them up, saying, "Oh, look, there's blue flashing lights in the sky. These red and green and white flashing lights and." The BBC cameraman was like, i definitely seen a drone hovering over Heathrow at this position at this time. And it was it was red and green and white flashing lights, and it was definitely a drone. And I was like, well, I had a look on the ADSB exchange, which is like, um, so if you've seen Flight Radar, uh, Flight Radar 24, the website, which shows you the map of where all the planes are, um, what they're using there is a type of electronic conspicuity which so a little transponder on each aircraft is beaming out saying i'm here at this position and i'm me and this is who i am and anyone can tune into that with the right bit of kit and um, find out where everything is saying it is um so it's not really radar but it's just kind of everyone posting their gps coordinates out into the air and uh adsb exchange is a website where all the hobbyists who have these bits of kit just post it out, publish it out onto the internet. And uh, there was the police helicopter. It was exactly where everyone was saying they were seeing red and green and white flashing lights. And if you don't know, the police helicopter hovers and has red and green and white flashing lights <laughs> and had actually been there for about an hour. Um, and was it the sun who was saying it was a drone, it was a drone or something? Oh, everyone was saying it was a drone. Everyone, no, like, all B the news, BBC, Sun, Telegraph, Guardian, everyone was like, "There's, there's a drone that's been seen." Everyone's got photos and video of a drone, and it's like, "That is, that's a police helicopter." And you proved them wrong, and I, so I, I shared, you know, I, I dug out the the log of it and said when it was there, from and to, and showed, and just passed this on to uh, Jenny at Hackaday, who has done some very nice. Uh, balanced coverage of of drone stuff in the past um and saying you know can you show us the drone and um like, there you go well done the drone i bet the yeah. sun what sun won't pick up that story will legal drone <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant frank i think to be there i think you deserve a medal 
none of the none of the newspapers or the major media outlets will will even dare to pick that up as a news item going uh actually we got it wrong well, i mean because the, the other that. thing that's happened recently was the the article about uh the guy who was over heathrow Ooh. who's got the music Oh, we're oh. getting a copyright strike there. Thank yeah. you, Dom. Cheers, Dom. I just Dom, can't demonetise. Right, there you are with smiley, Dom. <laughs> well done, Dom. I've <laughs> <laughs> got rid of all the donations. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> That's his licence, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Not all of us have the PF whatever. Like. Yeah, I was on, I was on the show. I carry it with me wherever I am. It's fine. You're licensed. The, the musical views of Don Robinson don't necessarily <laughs> represent the show. Sure, yeah, I, was trying, I, was, I was trying to switch my sound deck on to give Andrew a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> was, wasn't that um, Tony's chance to get the sparklers out and give everyone a little dance? Was yeah. there? <laughs> He was like, he was having flashbacks of the 90s. Like, he already started <laughs> chewing in half his face off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the good old days. You miss them, Jack. Yeah. But yeah, Dom, so um, now, now that you've Nearly. squarely put yourself in the centre of the spotlight, um, we, we brought you on because you've had some first-hand experience of how, how everyone's going to be enforcing all these rules. Well, uh, certainly discussion about it. I haven't had my hands on the kit. Ah, um but uh but the um it was what two years ago uh sort of at the tail end of hidden valley i got asked to come do uh a morning of um like a uh, sort of scenario planning with a bunch of people in a highly secure location up in birmingham area um which is in its own right comes into the story a bit later which is kind of funny <laughs> um and uh, what was another one of the other flyers in this sort of um, uh, uh, mini air show Hidden Valley circuit? Carl uh, came along as well, and we were dumped into these scenarios with all these uh, bods, which turned out to be you know in, in, uh, organisations which sell uh, military stuff to each other, and the police, and all sorts of interesting people. And they put us in these scenarios saying, right, you know, you want to disrupt an airport, you want to do this, that and the other. And we we, we, we threw some, um, what I would say would be improvised uh, responses back at them. And uh, we had like the, the, the sort of bosses of large companies. I don't know if I should name them or not, but <laughs> large companies which fit bits to aeroplanes and make missiles and things like that. Raytheon. Right? I'm not going to say any names. You can allude to what you want. Just shout them all out now. We can do it by Venn Mechanica, Kinetic. Uh, Jack, read that thing out again. Yeah. We're, we're, just going to, we're just going to carpet bomb the names. So, um, so and, and, and they, they, they were saying, right, well, we'll just take control of that, uh, take control of that uh, drone with our, you know, Dandere ray gun. Uh, and I was like, no, you, you won't. You know, if, if you could, then it would be as simple as everyone else taking control of your missiles. Same, same system, same communications links. It's just the way it is. Uh, you don't have the compute power to brute force frequency hopping. You can't do it. You're decades and decades away from that sort of compute power. And, um, uh, and they had to phone their CTOs and their bosses and 
and whatever who were confirming this. And it was like, look, you know, uh, 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 if you really want to cause chaos, you can cause chaos. You can do it with a brick. You can do it with a uh, uh, you know, pair of pliers. It, it doesn't matter what you do it with. You can cause chaos. And you can throw as much regulation at this stuff as you want. But what you've really got to do is try to work out how to find the nutcases who are going to do that stuff not waste all the money, resource and policing time just regulating everyone who adheres to the rules. Mm. It's completely upside down, you know. The amount of people you've got trying to work out a system to register drones, you could pay 15 people to sit in an office around the country and just sit with everyone for 20 minutes and tick a box for them and give them a <laughs> licence. And it's done for 30 years, you know. But, of course, the KPMGs and the Accentures and the big <laughs> consultancies want to leech as much money as they can in creating all that regulatory framework. And there you go, end rant, moving on. Let's get back to fly. <laughs> Are you saying that, that technology isn't going to solve all the problems? I just think it's uh, it's it's misplaced, a misplaced uh, focus, I, I think. I don't think. Uh, do you driven. know where you are? Do you know who you're talking to? I don't know. I every, every one of us here, like, surely technology solves everything, right, Curry? FPV is not well, illegal. Go doesn't solve my insides, I'll tell you that much. As far as I can see, this entire debacle about look, drones at airports has done a brilliant job of selling really expensive little ray gun things to airports yeah. that now say they can nonsense. bring down drones, Man, which don't nonsense. exist. But uh, I don't think they can. It's utter uh, nonsense. The, 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 the most those systems can do now, the, the, the latest Israeli one, is just to disrupt the signal, which means yeah, so that exactly it'll just the scenario, more dangerous. Exactly, exactly the scenario we paid out three years ago, two years ago, was, was exactly that. And I just said, great, you've become my detonator. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go and sit my device over the top of you, and when you knock it out, what's going to happen? It's going to fall and blow up. This is, this is it. I mean, if, Brilliant. You can, if you can set a fail safe to return to home, you can also say fail safe, explode. You yeah, know? whatever. Yeah, just do whatever, you know, just complete the mission for me. You can do yeah. it tape, you know, it's just but ridiculous. My, my point of this that I made weeks ago, it, and I dreamed it up in under a minute like anybody could, that if somebody just bought $200 quads with a mission planner style thing, I wanted to fly them over Gatwick, they could do because there would be no control signal. They'd just go, they'd remotely you could, land. You could knock out British airspace with, with less than 80 quid's worth of stuff. You could totally mm -hmm. knock out British airspace with, with, with less than 80 quid's worth of stuff, and there's nothing they could do about it. Let's go now. He's strongly saying, don't do that. I'm not putting that out as a DIY. Uh, we discourage <laughs> behaviour like but, that, and we do not approve of it. We are but not a terrorist university. No, no, not at all. <laughs> but, my, but my point is to deny that... Um, to deny that it's that simple, it's, it's going back to all the drone registration. If their purpose is to educate, surely educating people to go and sign up for a drone registration is just as hard as educating people how to fly properly. Exactly. I, 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 talk to I, them I don't about, get that in the first place. I, talked, I did talk to them about, you know, they're going to get two, two different responses as a whole. You're going to get those that are going to follow it completely and every single little quad's going to have a little sticker on it with their number on it. And then you're going to get people who just are not going to bother at all. Yeah, sorry, I didn't pop down to the post office before I went and disrupted British airspace. <laughs> <laughs> I will next time. You know, it's just ludicrous. It's just. Uh, I wish they'd spend more money on 
you know, pushing drone use into STEM as a, as a metaphor for education and yeah. getting people flying because it interests them in engineering and, and they want to go out and actually not tra- take it beyond being a hobby and take it into some, something professional, you know. Yeah, ecology well, most, most of the hackers I know, you know, Jack, 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 I was looking at the jobs market locally for Jack and the need for someone who can do electronic engineering commercially in Britain is so limited. But if he was working with people I know who are, built, who are building uh, consumer electronics out in Taiwan, loads of work. We could easily inspire that here, but not if we're wasting all our time building wireframes for stupid lists. It's business people and officials justifying their position and their salary in life. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. I was seen to do something. Please vote for me. Yeah. Well, that is it, though. I think even in the government consultation um, response, I think they went as far as saying this will not stop an attack like the one on Gatwick. Not that there was one. But we have to be seen to do something anyway. So everybody admits that it's not going to do anything, but they're going to do it because that's what's expected like, of them. It would so say. British politics at the moment. So <laughs> British politics. Strong <laughs> not to do anything. We'd better do something. <laughs> so uh, so when are you launching your prime ministerial campaign, Dom? Never. Oh, God. Please, no, please do <laughs> it. Got, Just... You'll know. I've got 80 quid in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um... Can we bring down the system with 80 quid? The whole of Westminster, just bring it down with 80 quid. I mean, it's needed it's right now. Bet. It's quite a bet, isn't it? It's quite a bet, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um... It reminds me of the uh, the, the bit in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the right? Galaxy of uh, the, the only people you should allow to run the place are the people who don't want to. Um, anyone who does want to run anything, they shouldn't be allowed to. Oh, yeah. it's a bunch of Vogons, isn't it? Re- reciting political poetry <laughs> across, across, across <laughs> the yeah, yeah, from each other. <laughs> what was that that book about? Like pretending to be mad so you could go home from war. Catch twenty two. Yeah, yeah, it was I you, isn't it? That conversation. I do, I just just to finish the story, I mentioned it right at the beginning that the location. I can't. I couldn't go near mentioning where the location was, but it was a very very secure facility. And I thought the irony of the whole thing was that there was no. I didn't sign you it. Let us in here. <laughs> yeah, I'll let, let you know about it. But no, um, was that I, uh, I at the end of the meeting, I uh, th- they were talking about how they could secure any perimeter and they could, you know, offer all these security controls about drones and so on. And I, I was commenting on how I, it was quite interesting being in such a secure facility because I'd walked in, gone through a waybridge and a, and a secure double secure gate. Um, with uh, with a drone in my bag, and I hadn't been hadn't had my bag searched, <laughs> <I hadn't, laughs> and I produced my drone and, <laughs> and put it on the table, and I was like, "So yeah, I'm not really sure how much control you've got over these things, but I just brought one into your facility, and uh, do you want to fly it?" <laughs> they all they weren't the keen on they weren't keen on flying it. They offered me coffee and had a little a little polite laugh about it. Also, well, then, the, the drones are one thing, but there's also a stonking great battery in there. Which, yeah, you know, that yeah, may yeah, or may course. not have been a battery. That was my favourite. That was my favourite favourite story from Gatwick from the, from the Guardian. They 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 were talking about the the drone activity, and they said it's been flying for thirteen hours. So I I replied to to the Facebook story. The biggest story you're missing here is this battery technology that's enabling something to fly for 13 hours. Where is it? We need it. We need it. And the comments from stupid people underneath uh, was just was just remarkable. 
I couldn't, I couldn't, I just, uh, I, I didn't bother replying to any of it. I, it can't just fly for 13 hours. It can also fly in the dark and in the rain and in really good wind conditions. It's amazing. We, we all need one of these in our lives. I know. And it's invisible. Mm. So has yeah. anyone got any film of the uh, snow or the frost? Ask Tony. There must be somebody out flying oh, in Chicago. No, I haven't flown you to it snowed so much up north that Andy hasn't made it on tonight. So yeah, the yeah, internet connection's down. We've not got an outside broadcast for, from the snow somewhere. It's not doing <laughs> anything here. It's all in the channel anyway. I think it's missing us. Well, uh, Curry, you've got. You must have snow where you are. No, I'm down south. There was a snowed for about half an hour, and then it turned to rain. Yes, I thought you guys were going to get pummeled right now. Hold on a minute, I'm just having a little look because it was starting to snow when I started. It's all pretend. Yeah, no, no, it's settling outside. Hold on, I need a camera for you. Outside broadcast. (laughs) There's there's schools that are saying they're closed tomorrow, even before it comes up. My Bluetooth might go completely bonkers. You got a camera there? Yeah, you got a camera. camera? My Bluetooth might go bonkers on my headset. Let's present, Dom. There you go. Have you got snow? If I do that, because that I think we can fun? just oh, hey! Hey! proper snow! Wow. Did I just put my registration out on your webcast? You did, yeah. <laughs> 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 There'll be a police officer yeah. waiting for you tomorrow morning. <laughs> no, they won't. The car will be burnt and nicked. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been one of those notorious scooter incidents I've heard so much about. Yeah. Jack, what are you doing yeah. after this? <laughs> so, Dom, with with all your going into secret facilities with drones and stuff, did you yeah. hear anything about detection? Was that mentioned at all? Ah, uh, no, no. That, that detection's, seems... up there. Uh, detection's up there. You, you might be able to use some uh, some. I'd have thought at best you could use some AI to spot the difference between a flock and a single goose, but I think if you start shooting every single goose that flies across Gatwick, <laughs> you're going to run into complaints quite well, I'll be quickly. back down there, won't I? It'd be great fun taking right. off just it looking at all the corpses. It's right. dead now, but it's all right. It wasn't registered. <laughs> the thing is, like a flock of, a flock of geese, like they could go into both engines of you know the 737 oh, I, my, a really close friend of mine's a, a, a 28 year easy jet uh captain uh he's, he's long long in the tooth and he he's quite a sort of he has um, our deepest sympathy he, he has uh he he's often quite a good uh line because he he got quite into what we were doing uh with the, with the valley and stuff uh, and was quite into drones, really. Not at all daunted by them, but he does forward me the odd Balper message, which is just like, you know, someone oh, stood yeah. beside the window of a cockpit and shot a cannon through a window and gone, there you go, somebody flew a Phantom through a jet airliner at 60,000 feet. Uh, the, the, the whole Balper, so this is the British Airline Pilots Association. It's the Daily Mail of, of, yeah. of mindset in, in flying. They, 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 get, jobs. they get one of their mates to like yeah get hold of an old windshield and then pretend the thing is a drone and then they keep firing it faster and faster until it does something and then go see it's dangerous and 
But, you, you guys talking about geese and and shooting stuff. It, it just struck me as though we we could we could have the best drone deterrent for airports. Just get a bunch of angry farmers on site permanently <laughs> with twelve bore shotguns, just permanently on the lookout. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, that was an easy jet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, put the yeah. farmer away. Yeah. It just seems weird to me that like that seems like the more important thing, at least when it's still a relatively low frequency occurrence because it, as far as we can tell hasn't happened um like the important thing is to have a a means of detecting a drone that is less likely to have false positives than just eyewitness accounts um, well, well they do have people out looking for birds and have means of scaring them so presumably these guys are used to looking at small objects from a distance and might be well, they're totally maybe they girlfriend. can cross train into looking for drones hmm. but it's still they've got to be you know if there's a report of a drone they've got to have been looking there to say no there wasn't you know that's that's the problem is is proving that there wasn't a drone when someone says there was one all uh, registered drones should have a piece of kryptonite sellotape <laughs> through them so that they can be detected by Superman. <laughs> there you go. Well, well, that's as feasible as everything else has been mentioned tonight. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well, what I've heard mentioned is that because um, all the uh, radar that they have at airports is all quite long wavelength stuff um, because A, it's cheaper, B, it's older, C, it's... Lower power. Uh, it's, lower, it's all you need to do the things that you, when you've got massive airliners around and that to, something that would detect a drone would have to be a very new, quite expensive millimeter wave radar. And they don't want to pay for that for just because on the off chance that there might be a drone at some point. Um, but I would argue that, you know, it would then, like we were saying, also pick up a flock of geese and they are a threat to aircraft as well. It would also pick up, you know, a bit of uh, a carrier bag that's flown over the airport, and and you know, and you could quite easily differentiate between a, a drone and a carrier bag with radar because you can look at the Doppler effect and go, oh look, it's staying in the same position, but it's something on it's moving extremely quickly backwards and forwards. It's pro probably a rotor. Um, I, I think rather than spending all the money on everything else, if we just had <laughs> something like that on there, that'd be. A more reasonable way of spending the money but it but, certainly yeah. sounds useful because right now you can shut an airport down simply with a phone call to say i saw a drone i did yeah and that's it it's it, oh better close it better safe than sorry oh you I, just spent my 80 quid I, I like <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of phone calls that is have you guys Probably seen just one right one i'd have thought <laughs> have you guys seen win davies uh suggestion of uh, shutting down airports in the chat so he's saying just <laughs> Strap red and green LEDs on a pigeon and let it loose. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've heard before that that's my Christmas pigeon. That's no drone. <laughs> there's there's a type of fungus that grows on a particular species of owl that glows in the dark. So you end up with these owls flying around with with glow in the dark spots on them. Well, I've James never got heard a foot powder that'll kill that. <laughs> and, and that's that's been a Not you know, uh, a cause of, of UFO um, reports. But, you know. I have never heard of glow in the dark owls. They yeah, glow in the dark owls. Maybe. It's like being on QI when uh, Frank comes up with a special <laughs> fact. 
Well, it's Frank, Frank and Don together. I think we should send them off to the BBC and get get them onto onto QI. Smartish. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't. He likes Frank's. I've got already. no common sense. Mm. I'm going to have to get another beer now. <laughs> he swears as much as uh, doing it to drink. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Funky noises. That's my blue. That was my Bluetooth going out in the snow. Oh, look, snow, snow covered beer. I, th- I think uh, if you sampled it, Gadget would like that. <laughs> Half our listeners don't know who Gadget is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> None of our listeners know who Gadget is. Who is Gadget? Oh, the mysterious Gadget. Mm. Techno um, DJ. But, uh, right, should we call it there then? I think, well, we, we've probably got about another five minutes because we started ten minutes late. Mm-hmm. But um depends well, I, I i have a general suggestion for a, a future thing that we might suggest and this is these drone anti-drone companies with their special radar guns that i've seen them demo it on i think little clips of demoing it on a phantom where i'm guessing <laughs> someone there has flown the phantom and said fail safe is land and so you get these guys saying look we're making it land why don't these guys ever say okay our drone anti-drone technology is amazing and one of us hobbyists say, okay, I'll see if I can fly past you. I've got a range of quads that I'm going to set differently. Let's see how many times I can get from here to there without you taking me out. They won't, they won't let you do it. They won't take that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you'd seen the seen the, pre, seen the uh, demonstrations on the uh, Roadrunner cartoons. And I just immediately had pictures of Wiley Coyote and the Acme company. <laughs> there we go. Another two and a half million pounds spent on counter drone measures by Wiley Coyote. I think you should add one, one, one up it as well. Put put an apple on the on the guy's head who's holding the gun. And your, your job is to knock the apple off and his job is to shoot the drone down. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like fun. Damn it. We should should offer them a challenge and see if anyone responds. So where's racing? Is anyone doing any indoor flying or anything these days? What's happening in the in the racing world? Um, (laughs) Uh, Tony's the only one that's really flying, I think, like that. I haven't flown yet this year. But Ed and Tony, you've you've both got uh, or you've both been at Dorking, right? Is that flyable at the moment? Not it is flyable. We've just not been this year. Ah. Well, uh, another tiny whoop in the um, in the sports hall down here. Have you? No, I'm just saying. What about another? What about doing another mini fly? Uh, We we could have a let's drone out fly and invite everyone down to a sports hall. Everyone everyone would have to chip in, wouldn't you? Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's a collective fun. I'm seeing them on Monday. I'll find some dates. Yeah. Sounds I'm good. not organising it. You guys can organise it. <laughs> I'm not organising it. Bagsy not organising it. just about to say, poor Andrew. No. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Tony, Tony's good at that. Tony stuff. can do it. Yeah. Well volunteered, Tony. Yeah. Pass. It's too late. <laughs> I'm too, too late. far north. I've got to organise our bloody Wales trip yet. Do you know the best? Has anyone organised a race in the in the uh, car park underneath the XL yet? Mm. Not officially. No, but I know. I've, yeah, it has been flown. But <laughs> has, has anyone organised a race down there? Because it's it's the most amazing space. It is good space. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, we we were we were in surely, the middle of uh, Gatwick like, long term car park. 
<laughs> I think the problem is that they, they consider it to be, ah, okay, if you want to use it, that'll be £500 per square metre, please. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah. Not, they're not cheap, Eric, so... Yeah, but you're using an unused car park. <laughs> Just pay off. Say, could we sell seventy places of parking overnight for you in one block, and then use another bit? Um, uh, well, there is, there is. You may be able to talk. You to must the, be able to blag the groundsman or something. <laughs> you might be able to talk to the UK. Tony, uh, we've got a job for you and your yeah. methods of persuasion. Yeah, free prostate examinations. Fifty quid note, and I'll sort it out. There, there is the possibility of chatting to the UAV show organisers who hold their Excel. UAV show Ooh. once a year at XL. Good thinking, Ed. Yeah, <laughs> you just, yeah I'm going to hang up now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoever thought yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good point. I believe Don might have some connections there. Don, they're my client. Uh, <laughs> I know the organisers. Um, they're they're always after after things, but getting their their visitors to then go down to the car park, you might run the risk of mm. the car park being more interesting than the actual UAV show itself. Yeah. You know, there'll be no one on the floor, and all their tickets not being sold. Because we, uh, we 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 were there uh, one in the morning a couple mm. of years ago, wasn't it? Me and Jack and Carlos yeah. and Matt Evans. Is anyone else there? I've, I've missed out there. The, the other one to the other one to approach is do it at one in the morning. The, the, the other one to approach is the um, seriously do it at one in the morning. One in the morning. The, the designs yeah. the design centre in Islington. Is, um, that one sounds good. That's, yeah. that's like a twenty minute walk for me. So yes, please. It's well once a year. There's a there's an Android conference there, and they had this year just last year just gone. They had um, Carlos and, and Matt Evans there doing demos, and all I all I could think, think was that space if it was netted off properly would be amazing drone racing. It'd be incredible there. Be yeah, be good. But companies like that, all the tech companies, the big tech conference companies, they're they're the ones to talk to. They might even sponsor. So they might hang be on, able to get on, someone like that. Rewind a bit. Does anyone want me to talk to the sports hall at the end of the road? Yes, <laughs> do that. <laughs> Another yeah. mini fly. Yeah, that's far better. That's far. I like the yeah, mini fly idea. It's something good. extortionate, like forty-five or fifty quid an hour. But I'll see what I can blag out of him. Mm-hmm. All right. Well done, Tony. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to Let's Drone Out. You've been joined by Andrew Slash Frank. Goodbye. Mr. Dom. I don't know why. And Ed Radcliffe. Bon voyage. And my little tone star. Bonjour. Curry Kitten. Goodbye. And I've been Jack Bright until I fly. You've been listening to Let's Drone Out. Please like, subscribe, click the bell end. And if you've got any coffers, stick it in the old Patreons. Thanks to our Patreons as well. And a massive thank you to our Patreons for helping this uh, show stay on the air and not make Andrew Slash Frank want to kill me. Uh, Thank you and good night. Bye. 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 Bye.